Hello, and welcome to the uh, Adam, but no, wait, Richard Herring, no, no, wait, wait, uh, the frock, what are we on? Oh, Absolute Bedlam, welcome to Absolute, hey. is it Absolute Bedlam? Absolute Bedlam, isn't it? It's the only podcast that no one wants and no one asked for. <laughs> oh, that'll be why we're oh. here then. <laughs> no. We're top so of the nice. list of what people haven't asked for, don't worry. Well, you're, you're sort of in the middle, to be honest, let's be real. Um, so, first things first, Disappointment. it's very, very hot tonight. That's the weather with Ben. Um, and what was I going to say? I can't remember now. Oh, yeah, that was it. I've got the Barber Shop Quartet Brothers. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> so I've got quartet, with me, quintet. I've got with me two of the barbers. I've got Ryan Barber and Matt Barber. Two, of the, <laughs> two of the most creative people I know in terms of uh, music and uh, creativity and just um, making stuff happen, I suppose. Aww. Welcome to Shut the show. Well, thanks. Thank you for having us. It's all right. Thank you. It's, it's a pleasure. No worries. I don't know if I've um, sent you any links to any existing episodes, but the first question I always ask is how has COVID for you? And how has it ruined your life? <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead, Ryan. You can go first on this one. Oh, but weirdly, it's actually been really, really good. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I've been saving a lot of money on petrol. I've started exercising regularly. Hey. Uh, uh, yeah, I've lost like a stone and a half, and it's been great. And now I feel fantastic, and I don't look like a fat wanker anymore. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest, the, the, the longer lockdown goes on, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, please more, because it seems like I can get my life on track. Nice. You'll slowly yeah. disappear. You become 2D if lockdown goes on much further. <laughs> I think you might have been sending some of the weight my way. I, I managed to put on a bit of weight during lockdown. I'm getting out the other side of it and back at the gym now. But I mean, lockdown over here, uh, over in Ireland, has been uh, a bit stricter than the UK. But our yeah. vaccine program has been a bit slower. Um, yeah. Getting there though. Um, Work-wise, it's been relatively normal. Yeah anyway for the last like since their inception they've been largely remote so it's not been much of a um change there yeah but life-wise i mean i haven't been able to come back and visit people um mm. and not been able to see that many people over here so it has been a bit i'll be honest lonely um yeah but it's it's getting better and the sun's out which is nice especially in ireland it really comes out in ireland yeah, I wish the sun would fuck off. It's way too hot here. It's basically in the UK. It's like, uh, what is it? Like level in Mario, where you're running away from the sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically the level that we're at now. Uh, I'm I'm basically working in my own human-sized microwave. Yeah. It's when it's yeah. like twenty degrees at like seven o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock in the morning. And you're like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't realise I could wake up to my butthole sweating. It was, uh, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, no AC, no deal is my uh, policy at the moment. So I'm mm. glad I'm in the office. Yeah, you know what? Fuck the planet. I want some cool air. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Planet doesn't care about me, so why should I care about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, 
I was sitting in the garden sweating. Yeah. Because it was like I thought I'd work in the garden, and I said to yeah. said to my partner, "Oh, I'm going to have a bath to cool down." And I got water shamed. Like, oh, you can't have a you can't have a bath. There's not enough water because uh, everything's everything's on fire. I was like, oh. So I got shamed into basically hosing myself down in the garden. And then I got told about, oh, you're not allowed to use a hose. So yeah. Oh my god. Oh dear. Right. Well, let's start a petition for Matt to be able to have a a decent shower. A bath. I want a bath. Damn it. Bath. Nice. Oh, fuck off, you upper class twat. <laughs> <laughs> I like baths, but I just don't like sitting in them. Like, I just feel a bit dirty at the end of it, which defeats the purpose of a bath, well, you, really. You then have a shower. Yeah, like, what's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh. I have so, a bath and I have a shower, which is awful like, for the environment. Does anyone want a brother? I don't, I don't like, free to go. I'll pay you to take him. For me, that's like driving to work to walk home to walk back to work. I'd yeah. probably do something like that. <laughs> Quite happily. Okay. So, let's talk about how we first met. Um, Matt, I've got a pretty good idea of how we first met. Ryan, I absolutely have no idea how we met. Um, oh, you've always oh. been someone that has existed within my sphere <laughs> but I genuinely can't remember the first time that I met you, you know, I want to say I want to say it was so musical I I tend to in these kind of situations because you're not alone because I don't know how I know you <laughs> uh, I always just do a default and just say the pub yeah like that's how I meet 90% of the people that I know is yeah. the pub the rest of them are this thing that I'm you know, family or something. I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it's it's it's. It, uh, let's just default and just say Finns because that's yeah. probably that's probably likely. I'm not sure only... if you were born, Ryan, or whether you grew out of a lump of mold in the corner of Finns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think 95% of the people I've had on here, I've met at Finns at the start. And then I've just kept in touch with them ever since. Really, it's been a really good. Um, time to reconnect with people using this as a sort of vehicle mm. and um yeah i've been having fun ever since really but yeah lots of bands lots of memories lots of uh drunken journeys and um <laughs> yeah mm, yeah so I'm, I'm on with you on that one i've got lots of memories i yeah. i don't remember them but i've got them yeah, that's somewhere in your brain. Yeah, I've got I've got some memories that I don't remember. Suppressed somewhere. Yeah, yeah, there were some things that happened and some stuff with some people, and I felt a way about it. Yeah, I think Matt, the first time we properly met was probably Rumble Fish Twist. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was a band practice. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, what's that place called? It used to be Bazda. Oh, tides. Tides, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, uh, who was it? Someone brought me down and was like, "Oh, do you want to play some music?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll give it a go." And yeah, met you, lovely folks. That's it. Then, um, well, I might as well just. I don't. I don't think they're even going anymore. I, I remember just visiting you at Animal a lot. Yeah, yeah, I used to, I loved working there. I worked there. That's still the longest job I've had is working for Animal. Um, yeah. I was there for like four or five years in different shops and different roles. Yeah, 
yeah, I think they shut down earlier this year, start of the year. Yeah. Which is heartbreaking. Yeah. I still love this stuff. Yeah, I'd say like 75% of my wardrobe at one point was animal. So, um, especially when they had a sale on, it was like, oh, <laughs> like yeah. full price, it was pretty. It was expensive, but... wasn't it? Yeah. 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 It was. Great yeah. memories of that shop. I love that shop. I think the but, only yeah. memory the only memory I have of that place is uh, when I took a picture when you were working there because one of the hoodies that was hanging up was folded in such a way that it just read anal free ride um, and I couldn't not I couldn't not take a picture I thought that was one of the greatest things I'd ever seen very opportunistic of you <laughs> we had some great uh, there was some great uh, there's one one in my mind there but we had uh, someone new start and they'd been on the job a few days and then one day they were, they were on the job. It was like a Thursday or a Friday or something. And they went on lunch at like 12. And it got to like 4 p.m. And it was like, don't think they're coming back. Never came back to the shop. <laughs> just didn't come back, just left. <laughs> Whatever they had on their back, they took it and went. I was like, okay, right, fine. Imagine if they came back, they realized that they'd like got lost and they finally found their way back and there's just a shuttered up shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. locked up, locked down. Yeah, oh, the company doesn't that. exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Shut now. Like, yeah, yeah. That's it's been lunch. it's been eighty four years. <laughs> Brilliant, but yeah, um, I remember. I think between us, Matt, we probably played six or seven gigs in Rumble Fish Twist. Yeah, um, it's been around that. I want to say the first gig we ever played was at the Dolphin. Um, I remember working at the White Hart, which is a pub in Weymouth near Cineworld, running with all my gear um, because I had to work till 6pm and we wanted a sound check because we were literally going in, you know, flying at the seat of our pants sort of thing. Yeah. And um, yeah, I remember still wearing my bartender clothes whilst um, playing the set. Yeah, yeah. that was good fun it was good times like i remember um i think we did a gig before that so we did like a jam night across oh, from yeah. the train station at number where's six. now door number six yeah, yeah, yeah number yeah. six um which yeah i remember someone's guitar for that and that was good fun and then that gig of the dolphin if i remember right that first gig of the dolphin everyone in the crowd went mental it was a really yeah, good did, gig yeah. absolutely yeah. mental wasn't that um, the one that you supported um my band at the time, I, I, remember doing a, I remember doing a gig with you guys at the Dolphin. I remember I'm not sure. Mayhem. That was with um, if nine were five, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I want to say if nine were five or this fall. I could have been this fall. Yeah, but yeah, there was a lot of mental gigs at the Dolphin. Mm. That place cool was, yeah, that place was not ready. <laughs> And that's, that's, why like, like, that's why they don't do gigs anymore. Yeah, because yeah, I didn't yeah. have an amp. I always borrowed an amp, and at the time, um, all I have was a Telecaster, and I used to like cranking the distortion. But the problem yeah. was a Telecaster. When you crank the distortion, all it wants to do is squeal. So every yeah. time between songs, I had to like roll the volume off and then roll the volume back on, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was yeah. fine. But I also needed to try and tune the guitar up in between songs. And I couldn't ever get it in tune. So for most of that dolphin gig, I was at least a quarter of a step out of tune. 
Yeah, it, it was it was quite funny when you got to the end of the song. It would just go dun dun dun. dun. <laughs> yeah. it didn't, it's like most guitars like you know they will feed back but a telly it will just go without you doing anything <laughs> stop touching yeah. the strings and it's <laughs> you could you, you could yeah. unplug it switch the amp on it's here like that happened yeah. once there's a video somewhere on youtube i'm playing the <laughs> yeah. pull the bloody cable out the amp don't i <laughs> yeah that was it those are still up on YouTube, by the way, those videos. Oh, uh, I'm going to have to look those. They're like Brilliant. 600, 700 views in now. That's... It's the second most successful thing I've ever been in on YouTube. The first most successful is a video of Ryan breaking his finger on a snowboard. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, yeah, you can go find that for yourself. <laughs> okay. So, Matt, you've always played guitar as far as I'm aware. Um, Ryan, you seem a little bit more sort of multi-instrumental. Um, am I right in saying that, Matt? Have, have you always just played guitar? So I picked up guitar when I was a teenager, young teenager. But I only ever went to, like, a few practice, like, a few um, lessons. Yeah. Um, so... Although I can play guitar, I'm very, very rough still, and I'm I don't know much in the way of theory or anything like that. I'm trying to make up for it now. I'm trying to learn some stuff, but I'm very yeah. I like to say I'm very punk when I play guitar. Uh, Ryan yeah. is the more talented one at guitar. He's the one that knows can play anything. Mm. He can't. It's not like he can play everything really well, which is fuck. <laughs> uh, don't, 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 don't lick my ass too much. I might spaff. <laughs> I'm, You're still a prick. I'm all, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm all right at a few bits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember um, like going to Finns and going to like Rendezvous and who knows where else at this point. George maybe near the harbour. Yeah. Um, and it was just basically like what instrument is ryan going to be playing tonight with which band <laughs> played keyboard guitar um bass if nine or five you were playing bass weren't you yeah um did you play drums at one point or have i uh, made that up yeah no i've played drums for a few college shows and i filled in on drums for a couple of gigs just to make here and there um yeah. uh yeah i've also uh I've also done a few fronting gigs, uh, and I'm also now getting some vocal lessons as well. God, mm. I sound like a pretentious arsehole. <laughs> no, don't. I've asked you a question. It's all good. <laughs> if you just randomly started telling us your musical talents, then I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no one asked. Me. Yeah. He, he, is... um, like Bill Bailey in that episode of Black Books from years ago, where he taps yeah. a piano, hits about four keys, and then starts playing like Mozart, <laughs> like you know. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. But yeah, um, what was I going to say? So, like, I think, uh, am I right in thinking at the moment, Ryan, you're in a band? Um, yeah, technically. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm all about it. I am. I am still. Well, I was supposed to do a gig uh, with my wonderfully enigmatic friend, Mr. Ed Bleach. Um, mm -hmm. We were supposed to have a gig this weekend. Unfortunately, it got cancelled due to the Rona. Yeah. Um, but yeah, still still gig with Ed. Um, I'm currently working on a musical project uh, with a friend of mine called Roscoe, who I believe you are somewhat yep. familiar. 
Um, yeah, yeah. We're um, yeah, we're working on we're working on some stuff for his project, and I've also got um, a solo project that is a long, long, long time in the making, but is 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 slowly moving in the right direction. Yeah, is your Chinese. It's, um... <laughs> <laughs> is the um thing that you're in with Ross? Is that the best friends thing? Uh, technically, no. Okay. I think I think the way that Roscoe's got it, he's got two different projects. So he's got hashtag best friends, which he does use for a lot of stuff. But the um, the stuff that we're doing is, I tried to get him to call it Roscoe because it's like, yeah, Ross and Co. But Ross he's Co, he's yeah. yeah he's decided to go with Roscoe and Co. And I'm just like, dude, you've you've, you've missed out. But you know what, I, <laughs> I, I, you know what, it's not my project; it's yours. And as long as you know, as long as uh, when it comes down to it, I get paid, then you crack on. <laughs> as long as as long as he knows he's wrong, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. As long as as long as he understands <laughs> why he's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go with that. You're not upset. You're just disappointed. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I am. I am. Missed the boat. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> yeah. just. It's one of those ones where I just sort of shake my head and just go, go yeah. I love you, but no. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, um, Matt, are you still playing guitar now and then, or is uh, that gathering dust in a corner somewhere now? Well, it was going. Um, I didn't really play properly. I played some acoustic stuff. I sort of fiddled around, but I didn't really do anything with it. And then, obviously, yeah. COVID and lockdown. Um, an actual setup, an actual kit. So over here, I got a couple of new guitars, got a half decent amp, got some pedals yeah. like a loop station, um, a strummable drum pedal, which is really cool. You can play like your um, kick drum and the high string, like your hi hat and your cymbals, and then you record oh, cool. like. Uh, you use those to set down a beat, and then you can use the loop station to record it. And yeah, I did a couple of gigs over Facebook. A couple of, um, just did some covers. Um, yeah, that were good fun. And yeah, I'm kind of. I'm hoping to like record some stuff. Yeah, and I would love, love to do some in-person gigs at some point. And yeah. in the future, yeah, I'd love to get you know be in a band, contribute to a band in some way, but. Nothing, nothing in this mm. serious with no expectations of ever getting paid for it. <laughs> Just yeah. for fun, purely fun. I think that's a fairly realistic expectation, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Just getting up on the stage and performing and then hoping that someone gravitates towards what you're trying to play. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm proud that you're actually buying your own stuff. So obviously being a software developer has worked out for you. Because you were borrowing everyone's stuff at one point. <laughs> yeah, I remember scraping and scraping, scraping and scraping, me, mate. lagging. Amps Excuse and... me, mate. Have you got a pick I can borrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pick. I've got any two peas on me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure at one point you had my lead, my strap, your guitar, which was good. I think three of my strings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your amp, if I remember rightly, at one point, your yeah. big 100 water. Yeah, um, yeah, my, 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 my amp. Um, yeah. Your volume knob. Yeah. yeah um, I, I, think, 
I think it might Lags have been my Tom, way through a lot of gear. I think it was some of Tom Guilford's clothes in there as well. <laughs> He's, I would never fit into his clothes. He was a stick. I was like a chunk, and he was a stick. He was a very, he was a very angry pent up stick when I first met him. Yeah. <laughs> He had a lot to prove. I really want to get him on here, but he's he's um, a bit reluctant. I don't want to uh, naysay him or... Uh, Fish twist, get together. Mm, that would be cool. <laughs> virtual get together. Do a virtual jam. Um, That's it. Yeah. That'd be a fun. Actually, speaking of gear, my partner treated me. I finally, after 14 years, finished my um, my computer science degree. And she mm. managed to get me. Thank you, thank you. Uh, she managed to get me uh, the Tash Sultana signature Fender Strat, and it is the oh, most wow. beautiful guitar in the world. I pretty, I pretty much kicked her out of bed, and I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I curl up, I curl up with that at night time. Nice. You're only, <laughs> you're only human. You're only human. Oh, yeah. If you um if you want to send me a picture of that, I'll put that up on the um the Instagram post when I try and promote this episode. If yeah, people want to see it, that would be cool. Uh, I can send you awesome. a link to that, some of the um yeah some stuff, some stuff and things. Cool, cool. Stuff on the internet, it's always a uh, ominous, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. There we go. Um, so we're just going to go to a quick break. Um, when we come back, I want to talk about music in a little bit more detail in terms of top three or top five albums, what you've been watching on Netflix during lockdown and things that you're looking forward to coming out in the future. Um, and just general chit chat, because believe it or not, we've been going for 22 minutes and it feels like we've been going for about three so we'll be right back. We're just going to go to a quick grind fitness advert and I'll send you a new link in a sec, guys. Cheers. Cool. Just a quick reminder that you're listening to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. This show is officially sponsored by Grind Fitness and Sportswear Clothing. This active and healthy lifestyle company hails from Weymouth and Stu I. Check out their website, which is www grind limited which is ltd uk.com that's www.grindlimiteduk.com i've recently been given some of their products to test out and it's all been absolutely fantastic and very very comfortable to wear the base layer doesn't cling to you and you can really feel the quality of the clothing Get involved and start your own grind today. If you have any questions regarding any of their products, please feel free to drop me a message on my Instagram page, which is Absolute Bedlam Podcast, or drop Clayton, the CEO, a message on Instagram. His uh, Instagram page even is called Grind, which is G-R-N-D. We will be very happy to help you with any inquiries that you have on your way to start your own fitness adventure. Thanks again to Grind for allowing me to promote your products. Right then, back to it. Just to let you know that Grind are currently doing a 25% off everything on their store with my affiliate code, which is Bedlam2021. So that's B-E-D-L-A-M for mother, 2021, which is the year that we live in. 
Bedlam 2021 at checkout for 25% off all products. Grind. Back to the episode. That was very quick. Very responsive, you two. Well done. Mm. I've uh, waited in that lobby in the past. This It's like elevator music. I don't know if you hear it when you're on hold. But it, uh, it becomes a bit weird. Time <laughs> becomes a strange thing. Are they coming back? <laughs> so... I want to ask you what your favourite albums are. Um, I'm also happy if you want to talk about stuff like video games, like your first memories of video games or favourite movies or anything like that. Um, this would probably work best if we do, I don't know, like Ryan first and then Matt, because otherwise yeah. you're just fighting to be heard. So, yes. Ryan, no pressure, but I want your top three or five albums ever. Oh, Oh, that's a, that's a difficult one. That is, yeah, way to put me on the spot. There we go. Um, all right. Well, as oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that one. I've got one in mind, and that's probably yeah. gonna be it's probably gonna be Devin Townsend's Empath album, which came out a couple of oh, years ago. Yeah. That that was just a fucking masterpiece of an album. Yeah, um, good. that that was brilliant. Uh, I'd never ever thought that I would uh, class a twenty-three minute song in one of my top five songs, but um, mm-hmm. turns out I can listen to that every day and not get bored of it. Um, what other albums do I like? Hmm. I'm going to say number two. Uh, I'm probably going to say uh, "Leveling the Land" by the Levelers. Yeah, uh, one one that one that very much uh, uh, sort of formed my initial love of uh, folk music and folk punk. Yeah, uh, what else is there? What else is there? Ah, uh, you know, I don't think I'm going to be able to get to five. So that's all right. Take three, um, and third, 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 third. Mm, I think I'm probably going to go with. Oh no! I could get to five. No, I'm going to get to five. Uh, oh, I'm going to say I'm going to say yeah. uh, "Hand Built by Robots" by Newton Faulkner. Yeah, that was a brilliant album. Just that was the first time I've ever heard um, sort of uh, full body guitar work, and uh, yeah, really, really blew yeah. me away. I thought I was, and the production on it as well. The production on it was was outstanding. Like just a really, really nice, clean sound. Yeah. And yeah, then I'm going to go with. I'm going to say Pantera and yeah. probably going to say Vulgar Display of Power. Yeah. That, that, yeah, just there's, there's, you get a lot of angry music, but I don't think anything hits quite like Pantera does. Um, I agree. Uh, and, oh, I need a last one. I need a last one. Uh, and I'm going to say Spice Girls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah why not fuck it because I can't think of a fifth one <laughs> no fair enough very eclectic <laughs> just out of interest um, before we let Matt have the floor what's the 23 minute is it the singularity yeah singularity yeah where it just goes completely off the rails and oh it goes it goes yeah, like 
Man. fucking everywhere it's it's yeah. it's amazing and then and then like the ending the ending sort of uh the ending bit of uh i think that particular act is called here comes the sun yeah and just just the guitar riff at the end of that the, the just just the rhythm of it and i the first time i listened to it i i, I just yeah. i just lost my shit i thought it was fucking amazing yeah, yeah there's a bit towards the end of singularity where it's talking about like um it's something like something messiah like oh, um, Messiah, and then it changes to past the papaya. Oh, uh, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. On a beach drinking a cocktail. That's yes, just, yes, yeah, selfish Messiah, yeah. and then it switches to uh, try the papaya, and there's like, okay. yeah, yeah, it's the idea of like he's just sat on like a like a, a beach yeah. chair, sipping a cocktail, watching all these like really really grumpy trolls all past him and kicking That's their heels it. about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually briefly spoke to Devin Townsend on Twitch the other day. Oh, his um work schedule has completely taken off now because I don't know if you um listened to it, but he actually started his own podcast. I I, I have listened to a few, yeah. And he was talking about all the albums and like what they meant to him and what stage of his life he was at. Yeah, and um, I will basically drop everything I'm doing to listen to those when they come out because I think that he the way he talks and like the way to do a solo podcast is actually really difficult because you're just by yourself and yeah. like you don't have anyone to bounce off. So yeah. it's really important that he has like a theme, which is talking about, you know, um, talking about ocean machine, talking about terrier, talking about, you know, strapping young lad, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's a real, I, I class his music as quite religiony. Like you either get it or you don't. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that a lot of a lot of his fans, and I'm going to include myself in this because I think yeah, when you if you if you're if you're sort of inclined to go that kind of way and sort of yeah. enjoy that just that weird mm. fucked up kind of we're going to go in this direction because that's yeah. that's what color I think it is. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, you do you do sort of just get swept up in it, and you do become one of these people mm. that just like everything he releases now is just genius. Yeah, he, he thinks about what he's doing and he cares about what he puts out. Yeah, yeah. My favourite song, favourite song on Empath has to be either Spirits Will Collide or Borderlands. Borderlands is a very, very good tune. That riff is just so like it sounds dope, like it's been done before. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah. Yeah, but it just yeah. hasn't. And like even if it had been done before. I watched uh, um Go on, sorry. No, no, I was all right. I was just going to say, I, it, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter if it's been done before. It still sounds yeah. awesome. There was a um, YouTube video I watched a while back where Mike Keneally didn't know the full song. So they like sound checked it and Mike Keneally learned like the verse bit. Oh, like, right. Live on the spot. I just thought, bloody hell. And then everything obviously went shit and the whole of Canada got locked down and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, Devin's a very busy boy, bless him. Yeah, he's got two albums on the go now, hasn't he? Yeah, he's got, what's he got? Um, he's light got work and, and puzzle. puzzle. Yeah, which apparently is, uh, I think it's like a movie and uh, he's writing an album of like, like essentially like an album yeah. for the movie and he's got the album that's separate to it called The Puzzle. And then I think, yeah. I don't know if there's also a book with it. Uh, like, it, 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 mm. just fucking just <laughs> yeah. stop it, but also give me all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Like, I've got to give a quick shout out to Jim Manane, Mark Taylor, and Matt Wislocky for introducing me to Devin because that, yes. um, yeah, that really holds up. But I listen to a lot of like random recommendations, but for me to still be blurting on about him 
probably nine years now. Yeah. I mean, he's good. But yeah, anyway, Matt, sorry. We've um, given you <laughs> quite a lot of time to think about your top five. So the floor is yours. I'll, I'll be brutally honest. I've been scrolling through Spotify trying to get like inspiration. <laughs> um, looking at my artists and albums. Uh, it's a very tricky question because obviously yeah. your music tastes change so much mm. over the course of over the course of a year, let alone you know your life. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So trying to think of five that encapsulate everything, yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. Um, I so I'm not going to try and do that. <laughs> I'm going to try and just. Yeah, I find that if you do a top three, you'll very quickly give out two, and then the third one will be like a wild card. And then we'll finish recording and you'll go, for fuck's sake, why didn't I say this one? I think that I'll have that as soon as it theme. tumbles out of my mouth. Um, mm. uh, okay, so, okay, we'll do top three then. And mm -hmm. I'll roll. Uh, so the first Dresden Dolls album is incredible, absolutely incredible. Amanda Palmer and... Brian, I can never say his last name. Vil, 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 Vil something. Good. Uh, fantastic <laughs> album, absolutely incredible. Just piano, <laughs> drums, and the singer. And the album explores almost like different states of mind, and it's wonderful. Releasing. Okay. If you haven't heard it, give it a listen. Uh, punk cabaret, it's described as. Uh, okay. Second album. Back in back when I was a, a grubby teenager, I was really two, three. Uh, I was like goth, and I went through a real big Nightwish phase. Yeah, stopped listening to them entirely. Two thousand seven. I went to see them in, live in London, and then yeah, just kind of would say fell out of love with them, but sort of moved on. Lockdown, yeah, I, I finally I finally got a player and started building building up my vinyl collection and rediscovering their stuff has been um, during lockdown. And I've got to say their latest singer and the first full album she did called Endless Forms Most Beautiful is incredible. It has a yeah. show on earth, which is 20 of just incredible soundscapes, Richard Dawkins, like narrating the start and then, and like the whole story of evolution in 25 minutes. And it is a masterpiece, an absolute masterpiece. Nice. And her voice. Um, Janssen. Uh, Janssen is, her voice is just out of this world. I, I just, just crazy. Absolutely crazy. Incredible album. Um, album three. Oh. Yeah. So we've got punk cabaret, we've got symphonic metal. Let's go with grunge and really, really boring. But Nirvana's Nevermind album is still to this day a work of genius. Oh, killer. Yeah. Absolutely oh, yeah. amazing album. Um, yeah, I that. I mean, you can't really say anything about it other than, yeah, it's just Nirvana, isn't it? It's, it's everything yeah, that it's, makes it. It's never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, let's extend this out to five. Hmm? Yeah, okay, go on, go on. Number four. I'm going to go with Pink Floyd's The Wall. 
Again, okay. it's a not it's not a very inspired choice. Just incredible album. Let's be honest, it's incredible. Yeah, there's album. a reason why people bring that one up a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's Roger Waters, Dave Gilmore, all of them at there. Mm. Um, yeah. And finally, I'm going to go with Tash Sultana's first album. Their second album is really good. I'm really enjoying it. But their first album just yeah. got me hooked from track one. It's, it's just so, yeah. so full of soundscapes. The way... They loop tracks and oh. yeah, their creativity and everything. They got this psychedelic aspect, this ambient aspect. And they know how to play good. Yeah. I was gonna say, um, never mind. Do you know who's really laughing about that? No. The um the baby um on oh, the really? cover. He is now like our age. <laughs> and he basically doesn't have to work ever because the amount of records sold, I think he earns something like 10% revenue from royalties. So oh, wow. that one picture of him being naked trying to grab a dollar bill has made him one of the most, well, one of the wealthiest people in music, basically. That's incredible. So, yeah. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, suck it, OnlyFans. That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Did, but did yeah. you hear... Um, oh, I don't know what album it was on. One of the Foo Fighters' more recent albums. Maybe Concrete and Gold. Okay. Or actually, yeah. maybe Sonic Highways. What's mm. on there called I Should Have Known has uh, Chris on bass. That's Wasting Light. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. As soon as his bass line comes in, it just sounds yeah, you know, like Nevada. Yeah. That is yeah, the Nevada know, yeah. bass. So good. Bit of distortion on it, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't Wasting That's Light also nothing. mixed and mastered by um, Gus, who did the sound for Nevermind? Or was that hmm. was that the one after? I think I think it might have been Gus. Oh, is he the guy with the mustache? I, I don't know how yes. to describe him in any way. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. You know um, how. Uh, yeah. Producer was Butch Vig. Apparently. Well, Butch Vig, that was it. I knew it was, I knew it was, I knew it was something. I, I don't know why. I don't know where Gus came from. Uh, did yeah, did Butch you look Vig. that up, Matt? Yes. <laughs> Imagine if it said the guy with the mustache. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I knew it. Was, was his nickname Gus? Uh, Dave. Butch. No, never mind. Never mind. His name the Nevermind Man. <laughs> the second richest person out of the Nevermind cycle. <laughs> yeah, that was an Amazing. awesome album. I really, really like um In Utero. When I first heard that, I wasn't too bothered about it. But yeah. Um I don't know if you saw it, but at the very, very start of lockdown, Post Malone did a Nirvana set. Oh, yes, man. I did see something about Fucking that. In hell, can he play guitar and sing like Kurt Cobain? Mm. And he did. Um, was it Francis Farmer will have her revenge or something like that? Yeah, that's that's a. And I was like, holy shit! Like, if I didn't know that that was Post Malone playing, I would actually think that someone had resurrected Kurt Cobain. 
Yeah, yeah. I've, very, I've, very impressive. Yeah, I've got, I've got some, uh, got to give some respect to Post Malone. Like, yeah. is his his regular music that he puts out? Yeah, mm. it's, it's, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, like the guy has has some fucking talent. Mm. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for your suggestions, and um, I'll be sure to check out that Newton Faulkner um, guy because I've heard a lot about him, but I've never actually made an effort. Um, I think I was going to listen to one of his albums once and I ended up listening to John Butler and I kind of just <laughs> forgot that Newton Faulkner existed at that point. Just John Butler's incredible. Nice. Which one? Uh, home. The Light oh, yeah. Really good. Really, yeah. really good. I He's love incredible. that song Ocean he does. That song Ocean he oh, does. Oh, yeah. Is... Like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very good. Do you know he um, plays an 11-string guitar, just to be different, obviously? Oh, obviously. <laughs> Most um, guitars are 6 or 12, aren't they? Is... <laughs> yeah, he's probably done a Matt Barber and <laughs> just borrowed a load of strings off everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're the only person I know that can MacGyver a guitar together. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So what we're going to do now is we're going to quickly talk about um, movies. Seems like a nice little segue from talking about music. Yeah. Um, I want to know what you're looking forward to coming out in the cinema. Um, and if you can give me, I don't know, two or three of your favorite movies. Um, we'll let Matt start this time, if that's all right. What are you looking forward okay, to coming I'll, out of the I'll, cinema? Can I, can I give you my top movies first? Because I, I was thinking mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. My favorite, well, my favorite director of all time is Edgar Wright, who obviously did Shaun the Dead, Hot Fuzz, The World's End. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also did. Um, I could actually pick all. My top favorite film is Baby Driver by where uh, incredible movie. Yeah. It, the cinematography mm. in that is. The way he mixes yeah. like beats in song in the background, and the way he ties scenes together and plot threads, and the script is well, it's similar to the other scripts that Edgar Wright worked on. It's witty, funny, far subtleties in it. Yes, yeah, so Baby Drive all the way. An incredible soundtrack as well. Like, cannot oh. recommend enough. Scott Pilgrim. Uh, I mean, it's Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. It's the best comic book movie that's ever existed. Yeah. Continue. It has an incredible <laughs> sound. I think three of the Avengers had starred in Scott Pilgrim before they were in the Avengers, if I'm... All right. Uh, because it had Chris Brie Larson in it. And... Um, So there is someone else in it who was in. To IMTB. <laughs> Jurassic Park is, is again, it's similar to another film when I was. This old? Um, and oh, there's wow. Mark. So I'd be terrified and made laugh my head off our way through. Um, yeah. And yeah, 
definitely my uh, three top favorite films. And Jeff Goldblum's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. In terms of films, I'm looking forward to. I'm not out soon. I know films in the works. Anything yeah. with yeah. Uh, anything with Chris Hemsworth. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The new Ryan Reynolds film was Free Guy. Really? Free Guy. Not Full Guy. Full Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Free Guy. Look really funny. I mean, it, it looks bad, but it also looks really funny. Uh, yeah, it kind of looks like a Ryan Reynolds film, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't take itself to. Yeah. Uh, I did see the yeah. other day, I did see A Quiet Place 2. And I've got. Oh, yeah. So is incredible, just as good. Carries, yeah, it's like seamless. Uh, so if you like the first one, oh, okay. I think they missed a trick, like Ryan mentioned earlier, with Roscoe and Co. of just calling it a quieter place, right? <laughs> a slightly less noisy place. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Cool. Nice extensive list. Thank you very much. Ryan, what are we saying? Um, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, uh, Avengers Endgame, and The Matrix. Which Matrix? The first one? The first one, of course. Nice. <laughs> like, okay. I, I, was, I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's that's kind of as good as it gets. I, I did watch Bill and Ted 3, Face yep. the Music, um, last Friday. Um, I was... Uh, satiated, I'd say, is the right word for it. Mm. I thought I think that it was it was a very very good way of of, of uh, rounding it off. I liked the little, uh, I liked how it had it had fan service, but not too much. Yeah, um, I, I I think if they put too much more fan service in it, it would have just essentially become a meme of itself, and it would have ruined it. I think yeah, I think yeah, they yeah. had just enough, and um, I don't know if Matt has seen it yet. Um, mm. so. What was that? Yeah, I've not seen yeah. it. Oh, I've seen it. I saw it the other day. Okay, cool. All right. Well, if Ben hasn't seen it, um, no. then I will not ruin it. But there is a lovely, there are a lovely couple of cameos in it, and um, yeah, it's, oh, it's, right. it's 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 just it's it's it'll it'll make you giggle. It'll make you feel nostalgic. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, in terms of in terms of the actual Bill and Ted films, I've got to say Burgess Journey just because. Yeah. Death and Station are. To arguably two of the best characters ever written. <laughs> Full stop. I just like everything that Keanu Reeves is in, really. Oh, yeah, I did just realise that two out of the three things I said are Keanu yeah. Reeves in it. <laughs> <laughs> but they're completely different films, aren't they? Yeah. It's just so, yeah, yeah. It's got such a range to him as an actor, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I've got a confession about go. Keanu Reeves. So... I can't watch, um, I can't watch uh, John Wick because someone told me um, what I'm not trying to put out spoilers. Someone told me what happens at the start of that film. And because oh, yeah. of that, I... Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, are we still worrying about sto- spoilers for John Wick one? I mean, if no, it's... not really, I was going to no. say, if you've not, if you've not seen it now, then you kind of dog dies, gets, gets murdered. Dog gets I murdered. I'll keep going. Maybe I'll just close my eyes, but no, I can't bring myself to watch it. Uh, when Thanos, you come... <laughs> out of existence. Fine, <laughs> a quiet place. <laughs> <laughs> Never got another chance. 
Oh, I'm making you watch that when you come over. <laughs> it's something like clockwork. We're happy, with, um, we're happy with human genocide, but we're not happy with Rover getting killed. Yeah. yeah, basically, one hundred percent. Although I, I do, I do, I do yeah. like the whole premise of the film. It's a case of I'm going to fuck you up. Why? Because you killed my dog. Yeah, that's reasonable. <laughs> it's, that's relatable. There we go. And dogs are better than people. Yes, A million percent. Yeah. Right, we're at that time again, lads. Where we need to go to a quick break. So I'm going to let Ocean Bottle. Take it from here. Just quickly to remind everyone, I am currently doing a giveaway on Ocean Bottle. I've got one right next to me right now, and the competition is going to end next Tuesday, which is the 26th, I think that's right. Anyway, you got a week. So get on my Instagram, look at the most recent post, do as it says, and you'll be entered into a prize draw. Do it. Uh, Ocean Bottle's worth 40 quid, and I'm giving it away for free. I don't really know what else you want from me, people, to be honest. Um, I'm going to go to a quick break, Ocean Bottle, and we'll be back in a sec, guys. Cheers. Hey, guys, just a quick ad read. Ocean Bottle. I recently reached out to this company as I thought their mission statement and attitude were absolutely fantastic. Support livelihoods, stop ocean plastic. These award-winning bottles come in a range of colours, including ocean blue, forest green, obsidian black and sun orange. Each bottle that is bought means the equivalent of 1,000 plastic bottles kept out of the ocean in places where plastic pollution is actually at its worst. These are 100% dishwasher safe and contained double-walled vacuum seals and are made from insulated stainless steel. They keep your cold drinks cold and your hot drinks hot. Join the award-winning team and get your own at www.oceanbottle.co. The current discount code I have access to is on my Instagram page, so please check out the Absolute Bedlam Podcast Instagram page on there to see the most recent one. Thanks to Ocean Bottle for allowing me to spread the good word of environmental sustainability. I cannot wait to get my own Ocean Blue one soon with my podcast logo front and centre. Anyway, back to the episode. Hello, friend. Right, so let's quickly venture into video game world, and then I want to talk a little bit about Bo Burnham Inside with Ryan, and Matt can just go and pop to the toilet or something whilst we do that. <laughs> I'll ask plenty of questions, don't worry. Just remember you're on mute. Nah, I'm only joking. <laughs> There's three words that we all love now. Yeah. So... Matt, I don't yes. know if you're much of a gamer, but I am a very, I'm a very big gamer. <laughs> I'm just going. I'm just before you carry on. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that I think I think I have an idea of what Matt is going to talk about if you ask him about video games. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's talk about video games. So I want to know what you're currently playing, what your sort of fondest memories are. And what your first ever memory was as a child, like you know, Pac-Man, Street Fighter, anything like that. Okay. So, um, uh, what was the first question? <laughs> what you're currently I'm, playing? I'm too old. My brain doesn't. That's all right. Okay. So, my f- currently playing. I just finished playing Mass Effect Legendary Edition. For the second time in a row since release. 
<laughs> so it came out in like May, and I played it through twice. Mass Effect one, two, and three. Wow, um, he has not shut the fuck up about it since he started playing it every day. I've been getting messages just of Mass Effect gifts <laughs> and Mass Effect memes. I'm just like, yes! <laughs> yes, so, I get it! <laughs> I missed the first boat on Mass Effect. I played the first one back when it was released originally in 2007, and I adored it. I started to play the second one, and I loved it back in 2000... It must have been 2009, maybe 2010. Um, but then... Life got in the way. I had university going on and uh, and socialising and that sort of thing. And gaming had to take a complete backseat um, for my life. Yeah. Roll on 10, 11 years. And fortunately, managed to get my hands on an Xbox Series X. And fortunately, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition got released. And I have not been able to put it down. I literally played it every day since it launched back at the start of May. Um, wow. Sometimes staying up till very late at night, making the same decisions on the second playthrough that I made on the first playthrough, not changing <laughs> anything on the second playthrough, not exploring any other parts of this RPG, same class, same romantic <laughs> options, same decisions about, you know, major decisions about the Geth or about um, the Krogans. Uh, yeah, so up until last week, I was playing that pretty much religiously. Uh, and if you haven't, if you've not played anyone who played Mass Effect, anyone who has played Mass Effect, play Mass Effect. <laughs> I'm not currently sponsored. working. <laughs> not sponsored. <laughs> Unless Bioware wants to sponsor me, in which case I will take any figurines you have of Tally, of <laughs> um, Grunt, of, um, of Rex, any, any figurines. Um, and now I'm currently playing through Mass Effect Andromeda, so I thought I'd give that a shot. As I did buy that a few years ago, and the reviews were less than pleasant. Um, but I just want more Mass Effect, <laughs> so yeah. I'm playing uh, Andromeda, and it's got some good mechanics. Um, the facial animations leave a lot to be desired. Um, yeah. and some of the characters are good, some characters aren't as well written. Um, yeah. But I, I'm quite interested in the development history of video games. So I like, re, you know, Cyberpunk, for instance, um, yeah. is an interesting case when you read through and the amount of changes it had and um, yeah. decisions along the way that some may consider very wrong. Um, <laughs> but that stuff... <laughs> knowing the nitty-gritty of what happened behind the scenes. In fact, Cyberpunk, I got that at Christmas. And again, like yeah. I mentioned, I thought she played it on a decent spec console. And on the right hardware, there is a really good game. Yeah. Twice, there is a really good game in there. Um, yeah. But you can just tell there's a lot of corner cutting and a lot of... Um, a lot of... So that's yeah. what I'm playing at the moment. I, I feel like that if I were just to look at the dev notes for from 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 Cyberbug's inception to its release, the first seven years would just be a blank page followed by, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, you could sum up the patch notes as like just uh, fuck. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's, that's 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 it. It's just 
<laughs> the first set of patch notes. <laughs> Cars will no longer spontaneously appear in midair when you're driving at full speed. <laughs> Brilliant. Apologies, apologies in every single patch, mate. Yeah. So the second question is, what's your first memory of video games? Video games. Um, like what's the first game you played as a kid, like Pac-Man or anything oh, like that? Oh wow! So when I Tetris. was when I was ooh, seven, six, seven, something like that, we went to a car boot sale, and there was um, a Commodore sixty-four that was yeah. uh, just sitting there. A bunch of games. Uh, I just think memories of taking that, plugging in a little bit into this keyboard and plugging that into the TV, tuning in the TV. Um, mm -hmm. And then you'd yeah. have to like put the tape in. Video games were on cassettes. You put the cassette in, push play, and it would take 10 minutes, 15 minutes for it to off the cassette into some kind of code it can yeah. interpret based on sort of intermediary machine code. Um, mm. And then, again, I cannot for the life of me remember what any of those games uh, were, but that's my earliest sort of game, like, memory of a gaming, like, the gaming sphere, the gaming world. Um, but after that, it was probably... Mm. I can't remember if it was a Super Nintendo or a Game Boy. Mm. I got one, and yeah, it would have yeah. been Tetris would have been like the first sort of experience of um, gaming. Mm -hmm. And I I'd get to level eight. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just to um, highlight what you just said about tuning TVs, that's actually given me PTSD. <laughs> that it, Nowadays, mate, if you went to Curry's and bought a TV and they said to you, right, you just need to take it home and tune it, People be like, "What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right. Why yeah. hasn't this already got my or a button as well, like you know, yeah. a button on the actual TV? Why hasn't this already got access to my router straight away? Like, <laughs> yeah, I just remember like just hoping that it would find Channel Four. Yeah, just yeah, just mad, wasn't it? Yep. The remember when they introduced Channel Five? Never get traffic yeah. Channel Five. Channel Five yeah. was just a mystery. <laughs> A myth, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a, it, <laughs> it was like in the corner, corner of the playground. Like, have you heard about this Channel Five? <laughs> it was like the channel beyond the void. Yeah. <laughs> and in adult life, oh, yeah. you just realise it's reruns of CSI. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Yo, some ridiculous, like not even Channel Four level content. Mm. Like, Can you imagine yeah. lockdown <laughs> in the late nineties, early two thousands? Can you imagine lockdown? Mm. Be like. <laughs> what now? <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Right, Ryan. Same questions to you. So, what are you currently playing? What games do you have fond memories of? And what was your first childhood experience of what? video games? Oh, all right. So, I've recently just finished up a Plague Tale: Innocence, um, which was a wonderfully uh, dark narrative experience. Involving lots and lots of rats. Okay, it's it's set um, set in France during the uh, plague. 
Oh, nice. Uh, very. Uh, it's it's uh, the play style is somewhat akin to um, like Hellblade, like in that All it's right. it's it's quite narrative driven um, with with some action spliced in. Um, yeah. yeah. Like similar. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean the majority of it. Like there is a there is a, a definite um, a definite emphasis on stealth, but um, mm. uh, there are also you there is also some combat ability in there and it's uh uh mainly centered around a slingshot which is which is which is nice it was a it was a nice it's a, it's an interesting mechanic to use yeah um i am currently just about to finish replaying through psychonauts in in uh, anticipation of psychonauts 2 which is only i've only been waiting for for nearly 20 years um so mm -hmm. yeah it's the most wacky and bizarre game I have ever played, and it is fantastic. And if um, if I hear anybody say a bad thing about it, I will cut them in their sleep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, fond memories, I suppose. Arguably, one of my fondest memories of gaming was playing SNES. Yeah. Um, so I was playing uh, Lion King, Star Wars. Uh, yeah. But those two definitely stuck out in my head. Um, yeah. they were, and Star Fox, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the original Star Fox. I mm. still look at that with a with a with a with a fun smile. Um, <laughs> and then I think uh, the one that really cemented my love for gaming was probably probably Final Fantasy VIII on the PlayStation. <laughs> When yeah, that yeah. first came out, that was the first time I'd ever ever seen anything Four like discs. that. And then I got I got to the end of the first disc, and it was like, "Please insert disc two. And I went, "What? Yeah, what is this wizardry?" Um, yeah, and and I suppose there's also stuff like Pokemon, and um, you know, on the Game Boy. Uh, yeah. I think I think everyone of our age, yeah, definitely, arguably put many 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 hours into that. Oh yeah. Um, and what? There was another question as well, wasn't there? Yeah, so like first memory of... Oh, yeah, that was it. <laughs> oh, no, first memory, first memory, I'm going to say, yeah. Uh, well, because there is not much of an age gap between myself and my dear brother, I'm probably going to be a cop-out and say the same answer as him. Although I do I do have distinct memories of us uh, uh, at one point playing on an original Pong, as mm. in the console Pong. Mm. Um, that... that, that was yeah that that was that was looking back on it that that was definitely a treat i'd encourage anybody if you can get on an old school pong system just to get that slice of history fucking do it because yeah. it's 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 so bad for fucking brilliant. yeah <laughs> it's weird to think that like back then that was the absolute like that was the most capable sort of thing they could create yeah it was two sticks on a round sphere yeah and then it like nowadays we've got like Grand Theft Auto and we've got like just all these ridiculous like Zelda Ocarina of Time, yeah, like just and, sandbox uh, games where you can just do whatever you want whenever you want basically. It's just yeah, crazy. I mean, I mean, I mean, in in what so so that I think that would have been arguably what at most maybe twenty mm. twenty five years, and we've gone from that and now we've got like fully immersive VR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the next generation, isn't it? VR. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just think it's astounding when you look at uh, the, like imagine what we're going to achieve in the next twenty years. Oh, it will be like um, Avatar, won't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I think we you know, total immersion outside. Yeah, 
crazy, crazy like world. The, the tooling that allows you to do that, like the game engines, their flexibility and stuff like you. Um, yeah. Um, Unreal. They just, you know, just make it so you can move a lot quicker with developing this stuff. And they make fun and stuff. First, they didn't have the hardware. They were like, you yeah. know, laying the real, the foundations, you know, what is a control? Yeah. Stuff yeah. these days can sort of take in their stride yeah. and build upon. Yeah, like, how's this person going to ergonomically use this controller without hurting their hand? Yeah. Yeah, yeah just... How do you make it so it's commercially viable? Do you remember the um, GameCube controller? Because the person that made that needs to get fired. <laughs> that was... they, need, they need shooting. It's <laughs> weird because my favourite console ever is the N64, and I absolutely loved that controller. Yes, and it's not that, a million miles away from could... the GameCube controller, but mm. I just thought that the GameCube controller was horrendous. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah, there we go. So, lots of uh, lots of video game recommendations there, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, we've done music. <laughs> we've done not sponsored. Um, <laughs> we've done music. We've done video games. We've done movies as well. Um, I think I've just got one more question before the famous meal deal question, um, and that is: What is your funniest school memory? <laughs> I like it was just silence. Nothing happened at school. <laughs> Funniest school memory. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. Funny, but me only like. Say that again. Sorry. Oh, he's gone. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's, he's straight. He's straight. <laughs> what, what he said then was so offensive that Anchor deplatformed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think he was about to say that him and his friend once nearly got struck by lightning. <laughs> I think that's the story he was about to tell. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think about funny stuff that happened in uh, when I was at school. Um, oh. Yeah, probably something that would would uh, like me um, cancelled <laughs> if I did it now. Um, uh, but yeah, there was a there was a, shall we say a rather um, angry uh, and let's say maybe on the slightly larger side um, uh, English teacher that we had. And so it was the last day of year eleven, and um, uh, yeah, we always got on very very well. And uh, there was always a rumor going around that he had a sweet drawer where he just kept yeah. a load of like chocolates and that. And yeah. so uh, we were in his classroom, and uh, and and I just thought, you know, I'm never coming back here, so I've got nothing to lose. And so I opened the drawer, and lo and behold, there were a bunch of heroes there. And uh, I just started like I picked up a handful, and as I walked out, he noticed, and so I just started throwing them at him. And then he chased yeah. me around the school with a with a big stick <laughs> whilst I was throwing these chocolates at him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah, and then and then and then yeah, I didn't see him again. I hope he's all right. 
Yeah, I always wonder that about people that I sort of... I, I wouldn't say that I was like a bully at school or anything like that, but there was definitely a few people that I was kind of, um, I don't know, like guilty by association, I suppose. Yeah. I yeah. always want to oh. check how my school friends are getting on. Hello, Matt. You all right? <laughs> what happened? Uh, you, you, you said, meh. Uh, yeah. And then I said, pardon? And you went, right, fuck this, I'm out. And I went, oh, okay. <laughs> Rage quit. Oh, I told him. I was. I was. I was. Conflict. There we go. Oh man. And the only person that heard it was yourself in Ireland. Act three was incredible. Oh, man. Were you were you about to tell the story that involves uh, a, a natural phenomenon? All right. Do you want Do you want to try again? Go on. <laughs> oh. Ben, Ben, as he start as as he starts telling it, just boot him. Okay, we'll do. <laughs> Five. Ben, Four. I, I, the funniest memory I have was jeez. Oh, We'll never know. <laughs> Fucking won't at this rate. <laughs> I need to go strap my line. Okay. Thank you. That was the funniest moment. Um so when you said the story had conflict, was it between you and a lightning bolt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was between me and the lightning bolt. It was okay though. It, you know, it, it, was, okay. it was. I'm still here. It does explain uh, yeah. a lot, though. Really. Actually, when yeah. I was yeah. lightning bolt, uh, all I was thinking to myself because was it was person... chasing you. No. <laughs> <laughs> the person we I was keep running. Going, on... Keep going. We can lose him in the alley. It. I the person it. I... it wasn't that quick. <laughs> the person I. Was... Involved with had left okay week, two weeks of, uh, with a tennis racket and nearly taken my oh, eye out. That was the memory. Okay, and you didn't use them as a human shield for the lightning bolt. No, but because I was faster than them, so. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that's how that works. Of course, science. Well, I just have to outrun you. <laughs> nice. Also, he had glasses so... on, so they'd act as a in my mind okay. so let's go on to the final question which is what is your go-to meal deal so I don't know who wants to go first for this I think we should let Matt go uh, just in case that lightning bolt comes back and he needs to run away again um, my favourite meal deal so I live in because I live in Ireland I mean we yeah. have Tesco but I haven't had to get a meal deal in years, uh, because they just don't, you know, they don't. I've never really commuted by a Tesco to work, um, or a, we don't have the co-op or anything like that. Um, so, commuted by a Tesco. I think. Sorry, I didn't realise you could get into Tesco and drive it to work. <laughs> have you not heard of the latest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it brings a whole new meaning to the word Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Yes. Um, so. I, I think I'd probably be something quite bland. Like, 
like a chickpea wrap kind of thing. Uh, then they did, they did used to do like an um, like a bomb. Uh, what was it? It's like an Indian aloe bhaji wrap thing. Like, like so one of those. Um, yeah. Because because I'd be worried about the carbs in the wrap, I'd probably go for some of those like cracker crisps, like the snacker jack crisps, to try and balance yeah. out the the carbs in the wrap. Um, and then for the sweet thing or the snack, probably something some really root one, like a melon strips or something, or pineapple strips. Nothing really, you know. Wow. I'd be thinking too healthily. And it would be like Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> Just to balance okay. it out. Balancing out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Equilibrium is what I'm after when I get a meal deal. How much is the meal deal these days? It's like three quid, isn't it? Oh, I thought it got up by now. Three quid, and I'm not boasting, and I'm not saying that this was me, but ever since I started doing this podcast, I said from the beginning that Asda should do a meal deal, and guess what happened? And I'm not saying it was me, but... (laughs) Did they not do a meal deal before? Nope, 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 nope. They've never done... Oh, you're having, you know, impact. Yeah, yeah, I'm an influencer, apparently. Um, they've never done a club card, which I don't think they ever will. No, I don't and worry. they've never ever done a meal deal. So we're fifty percent there, guys. Yeah, let's keep pushing. Viva la revolution! <laughs> but yeah, I um I forgot, Matt, that you're a uh, a vegan. So um, I'll let you off the uh. What did you say? Melon strips. Melon. What you said. Yeah. Melon, mango, or something. Yeah, mango. Okay. And what was it? Everyone uh, falafel wrap or something. I think at that uh, point like you a... were just. I think at that point you were just saying words. Yeah. No, I'm gonna look it up. What was it? Aloe wrap Tesco. Let's have a look. It's the Tesco Bombay aloe and onion bhaji wrap. Two hundred thirty-three grams. Okay. I'll, I'll be honest, I don't trust anything that is a sentence that you have to eat. <laughs> it, is, it is quite a combination. Um, yeah. yeah. If someone said that to me, like, say I was popping to Tesco's and someone said, oh, mate, whilst you're there, can you get me this? I'd just be like, I can try. Oh, no, I'd tell them, no, pick something with fewer words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, ask me to remember an, don't ask me to remember an essay for your fucking lunch if you want something that badly you go get it yourself i thought you said chicken and bacon (laughs) 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 i'm sorry all right find the rap with the longest name it's probably that if you don't want it i'll have it i suppose (laughs) ryan what's your i want that one please Right, what's yours? Uh, I'm going to go with a Peking duck wrap, a packet of skips, and uh, an Oasis summer fruit. Oh, nice. I had a pack of skips earlier. It was a weird time. I felt like I'd gone back in time, like 30. Well, no, I'm probably not one years old, because I am 31. <laughs> that would be a bit mental, wouldn't it? <laughs> I felt like I was 16 again, is basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I actually looked up the price of a Freddo the other day. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I didn't know. I don't know why I did it. Do I didn't mortgage. I didn't, uh, well, I mean, it's not as bad as I thought. Although 
from when when I was younger and when you know Freddos were ten p, there has been a hundred and sixty percent markup on it because they're now twenty six pence, and I'm like, what the fuck 26? are you doing? Twenty six pence. Oh man, imagine having twenty five p and getting turned down. Oh, uh, I, I, at that point, I just I'd throw the twenty five p at them and just yeah. leave. Well, taking your chocolate out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and they, they they apparently now do multi packs them as well. Yeah, that's right. Actually, they do. Yeah. Yeah, they do multi packs of six for a quid. Mm. And I'm just like, well, no. If I'm paying a quid, I want ten of them. Mm. Don't didn't don't 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 do this to me, Freddo. Imagine if there was like a Freddo like stock crash one day, like a Wall Street sort of economy <laughs> crash, and they were like <laughs> a penny. They were giving them away. Uh, at that point, I I treated like crypto. Just like fucking wheelbarrows full of Freddos, like yep. just people launching them like out of the shops. Yep, and then you just and then you just hold on for dear life, and then eventually yeah. it will go up, and then you just sell them and bank. Buy low, sell high. That's how you yep. do it. Yep, Freddos. It's, it's, I'm, it's, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna learn everything I can about blockchain and crypto, and then just create the Freddo coin. Oh hell yeah! I'm, I'm gonna create the Freddo coin. Oh, I hate blockchain and crypto. It's so bad for the environment. So oh, awful. shut up, Chickpea. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Chickpea. There we go. It's just so, so bad. And it's like the reason you can't get um, a lot of the Tesla. games consoles at the moment. Yeah. The conductor shortage, and it's all to do with yeah, people buying right, yeah. four million graphics cards and sticking them in the woods. It's like, oh, mm. makes me so angry. Yeah, I... Shut up and eat your essay. <laughs> I know um, Tesla had stopped people buying Teslas with Bitcoin, haven't they? Yeah, for the time being, I think that's going to open up again. Yeah, and then it will triple in value because Elon's tweeted about it. Yep. That's how the world the works, people. Bitcoin is, like, is a proof of concept. It's not like iteration of a cryptographic currency, yeah, cryptographic currency. But the problem is everyone thinks it is. So, because like yeah. the process yeah. and the finite, um, the the resource does it? Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Mm. Like, you go into a shop, you go, I want to pay a bit. Like, yeah, so the transaction process, the card, you go, boop, the cash done. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like the, the whole answer. sort of, I'll just go to a petrol station and fill my car up with petrol rather than waiting for it to charge. Yeah. It's that sort of argument, isn't it, of the instant availability and the efficiency of using an old way. I mean, I'm yeah. all for like no. decentralized currencies and, you know, yeah. modern things, but it just isn't the right one. It's a stepping stone. Yeah, I get you. Bitcoin, mm. the idea of Bitcoin is like blockchain and stuff. I could go on for ages. Has a uh, interesting application though in stuff like um, signing documents, being like voting in the future because you can secure mm. you can secure it so well. And it's yeah, there's, there's definitely some options for the future, um, but mm. I don't think Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. It's way too volatile at the moment right. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I think, Matt, if I'm right in thinking, you've got to go to a meeting in a bit. So I'll let you go. Yes. I've got to wander off. Um, 
folks. Ryan, have a wonderful are evening. you happy to spend another 20 minutes talking about Inside with me? Yeah. So what I'll do is I'll send you a new link now. All right. Um, and Matt can piss off and do whatever hippies do in Ireland. <laughs> and just... Me and Ryan can have an adult. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you very much, Matt, for coming on. And um, I hope to speak to you soon. And feel free to share this and all that sort of stuff. Um, Matt, I'm going to send you... Sorry, Matt. Ryan, I'm going to send you a new link and we'll get talking about Bo Burnham. Yeah, right. no worries. Yeah, but... Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the episode. Just an ad read from a new sponsor called Archie Soul Grooming. So, we have archiesoul.com. They've currently got a bit of a sale on at the moment. Uh, basically, long story short, I've not really been looking after myself, uh, especially during lockdown and quarantine. I've always been sort of, I'll deal with it later, kind of person really, not really bothered about how I look. And I think now is a good time to change that, uh, especially with like the world opening back up and sort of everyone having massive beards and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, so Archie Soul have uh, beard oil, they have razors old school sort of stuff uh power shower uh they sell loads and loads of products from loads and loads of places they're from the uk um and they recently sent me a box of stuff and it's just been breathtaking it's been a completely new lease of life uh in terms of like actually using proper soap and actually having an opportunity to sort of care about yourself and sort of give yourself a bit of a lease of life in the morning. Traditionally, I've always um, got up first thing in the morning, thrown some water on my face, said to myself, that will do, and sped off in my car at about 30 miles an hour. So time to change all that sort of stuff and to actually look after yourself and take some accountability, I suppose. So, um, yeah, so get involved at archiesoul.com. I have an affiliate link with them, which is Bedlam2021, so that's going to give you 20% off. Companies like American Crew, Anthony, Duke Cannon, who are one of my favourites because they sell the biggest bars of soap I've ever seen in my life. Ace High, Monsieur Barbier, and Anthony. So they stock traditional razors and genuine leather bags for work and for play. And as always, with all of these great companies I work for and promote for, is their priority is an excellent customer experience and they will always go above and beyond for their customers. And there is a guy at Archie Soul called Mark, and he is one of the most responsive people I've ever had the pleasure of dealing with in terms of business. Uh, he's all about getting you what you want at the price that you can afford. Not going to break the bank. Like I say at the moment, they've got a sale on. So check them out at archiesoul.com. Tell them I sent you using Bedlam2021 as the discount code at checkout. And thank me later, because you are not going to regret this, guys. Thank you very much, and back to it. I don't know how to say more on without sounding intentional. <laughs>
All right, I'll do it. Now that he's <laughs> gone. <laughs> so I don't want to spend too long on this because obviously there are going to be people that have um, tuned out of this by now. We've just yeah. played our Archie Soul advert, which is my last advert. So this is kind of just bonus stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I'm interested to know how you first came across Bo Burnham. And I want to know what you think of the most recent special that he did, which is called Inside. Yes. So I got introduced to Bo Burnham by a friend of mine called Chris. Um, and that was when uh, I think he just released uh, his first special, What? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was around his and he was like, this is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And I was like, yeah, go on, stick it on. And I was, I was in tears of laughter pretty much from start to finish. Yeah. Uh, and then I did what I normally do when I get into somebody was just go down a rabbit hole and just yeah, look yeah. at everything he's done. Um, sure. Yeah. And so, yeah. And then Make Happy came out and I watched that and that absolutely floored me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not just in a comedic sense, in, in like every sense. Yeah, um, I think he's incredibly creative and um, really intelligent. Yeah, very um, self-aware. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Inside came out, and uh, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, uh, I could not take my eyes off the screen. Um, mm. I think I think it was for like a one-man production, quite literally from start to finish. Yeah, yeah. Th- that was. I still think people are going to be talking about that in 10 years. I think you're right. For so many reasons as well. Like it was obviously in the midst of the pandemic when you weren't allowed outside. Yeah. Um, it was basically just a chance for him to sort of find himself again, I suppose. Yeah. And obviously like with lockdowns and stuff, like I always have like a weird feeling with musicians that, because the whole world's on pause, they can't really do what they usually do. Yeah. So you haven't really got anything to write about. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. But it does give you a chance to breathe, but some people don't like that. They want to keep going, sort of mm. make hay whilst the sun's shining, all that sort of thing. Yeah, 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 but, um, absolutely. People don't know how to stop sometimes, do they? So um, obviously there's bits in the special, like I, I listen to quite a lot of his stuff on Spotify. Yeah, it's in the special that aren't on Spotify. Like when he's he's well, he has like multiple breakdowns in Inside, doesn't he? Mm, yeah, I, I I think it's 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 worth stressing for those that haven't seen it that um, I mm. think uh, as as much as it it may make you laugh throughout the show, yeah, uh, I, I, I genuinely I don't think it's a comedy. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't classify it as a comedy. I'd essentially classify it as a documentation of a man's mental breakdown. <laughs> yeah. It's it's interesting from a creative standpoint though that we are essentially all driving the same car to the same destination. Yeah. Like there's a bit that's really poignant in the sort of last quarter of it which is he talks about we should only ever go outside to grab as much content as we can and then we should come back inside where it's safe yeah enter the digital age and the digital space because it's much more real Mm. and just it's quite scary really to be honest yeah yeah i I, I think i think that's a that's a result of of just the internet becoming more and more prevalent and and kind of anchored in everybody's Mm. lives in that sense i think i think now like give it another few years and if things if the internet were to die then i think the world would be in some serious serious shit 
Yeah, definitely. Like, there's a bit where he's talking to the camera at the start, where he's got a knife in his hand. Yeah. And he's like, thanks so much, guys, for watching my content. Like, I really put a lot of effort into this. So the fact that you're enjoying it as well as me means the world. And there's like this horrible bit at the end where he's just like staring at the camera, and you can tell that he's like, I don't know. It's just creepy. It's like yeah. uneasy and like it's unsettling. And yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. First- the first song in that though is so fucking good. It's just called Content. Yes. And he does the mirrorball thing. Yeah. I yeah, highly recommend great. people watching this, by the way, because listening to this on an audio podcast is gonna sound a bit weird if you haven't watched it. So definitely get this out and uh get Netflix up and get watching all of his stuff because he yes. Yeah, I thought I think if you if you're gonna watch Inside and you haven't seen the other two specials first, in order to get the full yeah. context, I'd say go back and watch the first two specials first because you kind of you kind of see the progression mm. into what is inside. Yeah, I think his first ever thing was called Words Words Words. Yeah, yeah, that was his uh, that was his first album, wasn't it? Yeah, obviously yeah. at the very very beginning he was on YouTube and he's still got all of his stuff on YouTube, which I actually quite admire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a retrospective moment in Inside where he's watching his own stuff. Yes. But even then, he was talented. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he's always. I th- yeah. I, yeah, he's he's always been incredibly creative. One um, one thing that I can't get over, which I think really separates him from other artists, is his cues. Yeah. The, his, the yeah. way that he presents himself. And the way, like, there's a few bits in What and there's a few bits in Make Happy where he's at the exact moment that he needs to be. And it absolutely boggles me as a musician that he's done it that well. Um, So, like, he'll set something off with, like, a four-minute timer. And basically, if he's not at that point in the show at that time, then it will just catastrophically fail. Yeah, he's incredibly meticulous. I can't imagine that stress. Because it doesn't seem forced. Like, stuff seems to naturally happen, and you're like, whoa, that was, like, planned. Yeah, There's a bit where he knocks a bottle of water over. I think it's in what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was meant to knock the bottle over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? It's like, like, art is a lie. Nothing is real. Yeah, no, that that was... Again, that that was one of those points, especially when yeah. when when he comes back and he goes, "I meant to play the track again." Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, "Yeah, you, you like." I gave up trying to yeah. to keep up with him. Like yeah. he he he's one of those few that he's always literally like, "You're never going to be ahead of him ever." Yeah. There's a bit <laughs> as well where he um, there's like this random voice on the stage. I think it's in Make Happy, and it's like, "Guess what?" But when he's like, "What?" He's like, "You're a faggot." <laughs> 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 yeah. and then there's another bit where it plays again and he's like right cut that music and it was on a vinyl and you hear yes. and he's like why the fuck was that pressed <laughs> on the vinyl yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah I, 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 yeah i really really oh, i i just i think the man's a fucking genius he is a genius definitely yeah he's a bit of a sort of kanye west kind of prodigy yeah guy, in my opinion there's not yeah. many people like him no, and no, absolutely. I can't get over the fact that he has like panic attacks whilst performing. Yeah, I when I, when I first heard about that, and um, 
I heard an interview with him. It's the fact that he's able, he was able to keep performing whilst he was having those panic attacks. Yeah, like yeah. no one noticed, and I went, I was just there, like, how the fuck? Mm. Yeah, if I was having a panic attack on stage, I think it would be pretty obvious. Yeah, but yeah, it's just weird because, like, I feel that that's his like function in life, mm. and like to not be able to do that would torture me. Like, if every time I played bass, I had a serious mental condition mm. i'd probably have to stop yeah yeah but i think i can that's not really an option yeah i mean i can i can i can relate to that to a certain degree um with writing my solo stuff because mm. like uh, i mean i've i'm now now i've gotten help and that and i've got pills and that but um yeah yeah I've, I've been i've been struggling for a while just to even pick up my guitar and be able to write mm. um but it's it's you know because I've spent so long doing music now and spent so many years studying and just in that kind of headspace. I just I don't yeah. know I don't know what else I can do. Yeah. And so I'm in this kind of weird point where it's like I'm yeah. I'm just having to like try and just yeah just plow through it because I yeah. I don't I don't know anything else. Yeah, you've got that scratch to itch as well. Yeah, which is which is it's a, it's a really weird oh. duality where you've where you've got that kind of that kind of that want to 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 create and to write and at the same yeah. time like you're wrestling with you know whatever shit you're going through uh, yeah. and to the point where you're like you're terrified to pick up an instrument uh mm. so yeah yeah I, I really really i really relate to him on that and i think i think i think that's part of the reason why i gravitate towards him yeah he's he's such a deep individual and i think yeah. anyone that goes on a bo burnham journey will um probably follow the same sort of steps as we have and watch interviews. Like I watched the um, H3 podcast. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. 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 It's the only podcast I think he's ever done. So it's a very, very popular one. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, saw, I saw that. I thought it was really, really insightful. He strikes me as someone that like releases stuff and then goes into hiding again. So yeah. I just imagine his inbox just like right now to just be like 3,000 emails deep. <laughs> and he's just yeah. like, no, I don't need to like answer to any of you. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I think, I think, I think he touches, I think he touches on that in Inside as well when he yeah. comes back into the second half and he's got that song called Don't Want to Know. Oh yeah. 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 How are um, you feeling? Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah uh, I done again. It's one thing that I, I relate to. Like I'm yeah. like uh, at the moment, the stuff I'm writing, like i you know, I think I think, yeah, I, I I need to sing on it because it well it can't it can't be anyone else, right? Yeah, like because it's it's coming from me. But but the idea of putting that stuff out and you know putting my voice out there eventually is is yeah, it's fucking scary, man. Like mm. <laughs> it's different when it's an instrument because you've got like something to hide behind. But when it's yeah. just you, it's like when it's your voice, it's like, well, this is, this is literally like me that I'm putting out. Yeah. It's it's the purest version of me. I can't change the tuning or the amp tone or the, I can't bend this note sort of thing. Yeah. And it's like, well, now it's a case of, you know, if, if you don't like my music, then yeah, that's fine. But it's like, if you don't like my voice, then yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you want from me. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 like it's literally like walking out onto yeah. a stage completely naked and going, "Judge me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, just to wrap this up, just in the uh, essence of time, what's your yeah, yeah. favorite inside song? Oh, you bastard! 
Oh, yes. That's, that's a fucking hard question. It is, because there's so much variety in it as well. I don't, I don't think there's a bad song in there. Mm. Um, I think... Ooh. I've got two, so you can have two if you want. All right, okay, that, that helps a little bit. I mean, mm. arguably, I think one has got to be All Eyes On Me. Yes. All Eyes On Me is, is just... just ah. Uh, Fuck, yeah, that is life ruining. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I'm 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 torn on the other one because I yeah. really like, as a song, like mm. just as a straight song, I really like problematic. Yeah, that's a tune. Yeah, that's quite a long song as well because a lot of his songs on Inside are like one or, well, one minute sort of one minute thirty. Yeah, or even a couple of the thirty seconds on like uh, mm. Unpaid Intern or, or yeah, Bezos. Bezos. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, but I'm also, mm. I, I don't know whether it, I'm, I'm kind of torn at the moment between, uh, comedy yeah. and, uh, and goodbye. I think, I think that was a really, yeah, I, I, I thought that for mm. me, I, I thought it was going to pretty much end after all eyes on me. Yeah. And then, and then he comes in with that piano piece for, mm. for the start of goodbye. And I'm like, ah, okay, you know what? No, this is actually a really, really good way to end it. Yeah, um, I thought I thought the tone of it was really really nice. So I think I think yeah. I think contextually, probably all eyes on me and goodbye. Mm. I think I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go with those two. Yeah, go on, go on. What are yours? I loved all eyes on me. I thought mm. that it was a very good sort of tribute to can't handle this. Yes, percent. Um, and I just I don't understand how you can turn your spare room and your house into a studio. Um, there's a bit yeah. in comedy as well, just as a side note, that he's actually got a laugh track and he presses the button. Yeah. Just little things like that that he does, where he has to bear in mind that he's the only person there. Yeah. Um, and 30 is my second favourite song. Oh, fuck, I forgot about 30 as it's, well. It's weird, isn't it? Because Inside's not that many songs, but you forget that those songs are in that special. Yeah, yeah, it's I completely forgot. See now, is it is it thirty for me now? Because I'm I, I I'm turning thirty this year, so that song for me yeah. was just like oh yeah. fuck. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, in a song as well, doesn't it? Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. Am I 30? Thirty. Yeah. yeah. I, I I might I might have to I might have to join you on that one. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a, a little fact as well. Um, he's got an air conditioner in his room. And it's off the entire special, apart from sexting. And the temperature on sexting is 69. <laughs> I fucking knew it. <laughs> fucking knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Just, yeah, there's so many little things about his songs and how they kind of reference each other. And yeah, like Can't Handle This, for example, is about a burrito and about Pringle cans, but yeah. obviously it's not just about yeah. those things. It's about like sudden fame and how you're going to handle it. And yeah. sort of, I really like as well in um, What at the end, We Think We Know You. Yeah. What a yeah. song. Yeah, I, I, th- I think I think all of all of the endings of his has been sort of, yeah. sort of like, it was basically, <clears throat> he's kind of, he's done his bit and then he's gone, right, okay, I'm just going to cut the shit and give you yeah, a little yeah, snippet yeah. Of, and give you a little snippet of who I am. What I actually am about. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, not sponsored, but check out Inside, guys, because yes. it's just unlike anything I've ever seen before, basically. 
And yep. yeah, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely came out of that special uh, yeah. a different person. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That bit as well where you think the camera's going to fall onto the floor. Yes. Like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Also, also, if you if you go back and watch it for a second or third time, or however many times you watch it, make sure you pause it during uh, the song comedy because then you get to read all the stuff that he's written down on the whiteboard. Oh yeah, he's done like a Venn diagram thing. Hasn't yeah, it? It, uh, yeah, and some of it is fucking hilarious, and he's yeah. he's literally written pretty much like if you think of your favorite comedy show like yeah. sitcom whatever he's he's written essentially a couple of lines that will that will yeah. that will describe all of them <laughs> awesome well thank you very much for your um time to talk about that because uh i haven't actually spoken to anyone about that really um apart from some people that work yeah yeah um and yeah i'm really curious to know what people think of it because yeah, I just think it's a hell of an effort for one person, really. Yeah, I think I, I easily, easily my 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 favorite um, sort of theatrical release of this year by far. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, thanks for popping on, and no, um, thanks for having me, man. Hopefully, you'll share this and all that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah, of course. If you fancy any uh, grooming products, then check out Archie Soul. If you fancy saving the environment one metal bottle at a time, check out Ocean Bottle. And if you fancy getting a bit fit, like you said earlier, Ryan, then check out Grind Fitness. Everything's in the description of this episode, and there's lots and lots of money to be saved if you use code BEDLAM2021. So I'll be back next week. I cannot remember for the life of me who I've got on, but I'm sure they're a laugh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope everyone's staying safe and staying very, very warm in this weather. And I will speak to you all very soon. Thank you very much, Ryan. Take care. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Hope you enjoyed that episode, guys. Um, I'm just doing this as a pre-recorded segment because I always forget Please consider subscribing for weekly uploads. Um, sometimes I do two in one week. So yeah, please do uh, consider sharing this with your friends and telling everyone that you know. And yeah, I'll see you in the next one. Cheers.